Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hey, everybody out there. Welcome back to Positively Wrestling. I am Tim Kennard, and of course, as always, the heel to my baby face, the brain to my gorilla, the bad to my bunny. It is Steven Davidson. Steve, what's going on today, my man? Uh, I'm just kind of sitting around here waiting for Charlotte to show up and challenge me to a match, but she hasn't She hasn't knocked. That's true. It's true. And I tell you what, my goal today has been to become a singles champion so I can wrestle in tag matches. Oh, I like it. All right. We all have we all have dreams. That's right. We've got goals. We've got yeah. goals. How's everybody doing out there in the wrestling universe? Hey, let us know. Thanks for uh, joining us on the show. Again, we appreciate all the support. Uh, like, share, subscribe to all your friends. Um, we had a few milestones, had uh, a good number of downloads this past week. We appreciate that so much. Keep listening. We love you guys. Hopefully you're enjoying the show. Talk us uh, up. That's right. That's right. Word of mouth. Best, best kind of advertising. If you like the show, let somebody know and hopefully they'll like it too and tell a friend or two and it'll snowball from there. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, but let's get started. We're going to start as always with our famed three count segment. Is it, is it famed? It is now. Okay. I've decreed it to be so. <laughs> All right. Well, you're, you're the boss, at least oh. in this moment. <laughs> but uh, it was your challenge this past week, and you challenged me to my three favorite crowds. Um, this is an awesome challenge. I like this because I'm, I'm a big fan of when the crowd is into it and you get that magic. That's just so awesome. That's the thing that's been really hard this past year. Uh, with the Thunderdome and not having crowds back for, for WWE. Um, I mean, like with NXT, they have a few of the people around the ring and everything, but it's not the same. Right. Uh, it might be hard for them this year when Drew McIntyre makes his entrance at WrestleMania, but we'll see. Yes. Yes. We, 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 we shall see. Um, but yeah, I loved this challenge and uh, I guess I'll go first since it's your challenge. Ooh. Pull the little notes back up there. But for me, Number three, and I got to send a shout out to a friend of the channel, friend of ours, Nate Thomas, uh, sent us his, and mm-hmm. uh, a couple of his are going to be mirrored in my list. Okay. <laughs> and and Shane, of, Shane on uh, Twitter did as well. Ah, I'll have to go check his out. Yeah. Um, but for me, number three for me, ECW One Night Stand, uh, June 12th, 2005, Hammerstein Ballroom in New York. Um. I mean, ECW crowds were always just wild and rambunctious. They weren't quiet. No. And this, of course, took place after ECW had closed down and and WWE had bought the ECW brand. And they had done, like, uh, the invasion angle and everything. All that had already transpired. Uh, And then there was just a, a fervor of people that really, really still wanted that ECW product. So they gave us this this well became a two-time pay-per-view i believe yeah Mm -hmm. (laughs) but at the time there was like this is a one-time thing it's gonna be just it's ecw style 
mostly, you know, classic ECW guys, a couple of the current roster, but most of them were involved in ECW. Um, and just, oh man, the crowd from start to finish, especially you had the, uh, the Raw and SmackDown crew in the special balcony section. Uh, so lots of chants, uh, many of which we can't repeat here on the show. We might not be able to repeat any of them. Yeah, um, but they were just on fire, popping for every single thing. Um, and I, I mean, I love watching that show just to get the energy from that crowd. Yeah. And one of the best promos from Paul Heyman uh, in, in that moment. And, you know, he had to love every second of it. And yeah. Joey Styles was, uh, I think, crying at one point just because of how awesome it was. Um, and because he was going to get paid for the show. Yeah. And he was actually going to get paid this time. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> so happy. Good, good for you, Joey. That's right. Um, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I just love the show from start to finish. And the crowd is just amazing in this show. Yeah. Uh, it, it was good the next year too. In fact, I yes. almost, I almost picked the next year and put it on my list for their uh, uh, let's say, passion towards the rob van dam john cena match if cena uh, wins we riot that's where it started and they are the only crowd who's ever meant it yes uh, they would have everybody else that's ever taken that sign to a match total poser those were not posers they would have rioted um but yeah, yeah good good crowd both those years um yeah either either one fully fits on this list so good call all right, for me, my number three, I'm going Money in the Bank 2011. Ah. Chicago. We've talked about this match before. Um, the event, the whole event was great. Um, the, the main event, John Cena and CM Punk gets all, the, gets all the press. But that whole show, really from start to finish, was a good show. Better than good. It was a great show uh, with a great crowd. Chicago is almost always loud and really into what they're doing, what they're seeing. Um, absolutely no exception here for that main event, their hometown guy, Mm -hmm. CM Punk, finally getting a push for the first time in his WWE career Mm -hmm. and, um, a a proper push at least. And, uh, yeah, going against the face of the company, uh, uh, I almost said CM Punk, John Cena. Uh, they wanted CM Punk to be the face of the company and, uh, lo and behold, even though in the story, and for a while, in reality, Punk's contract was coming up. He wins the match, and he wins the title. And uh, the crowd ate up every second of it. Uh, they ate up every second of, of that match. And even for the rest of the show, they were strong, too. So um, I felt their passion that night, and so I put them at my number three. Ah, well, it's a good roll-in because it's my number two. Oh, all right. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, a Chicago crowd is usually a pretty hot crowd. Uh, and when you throw CM Punk, kind of the hometown hero, being a Chicagoan himself, uh, it was just amazing. And yeah, they were great the whole night. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, the Christian Randy Orton match. Um, they were Daniel Bryan won Money in the Bank. Yeah, Daniel Daniel Bryan winning Money in the Bank. Bank. They loved that. Um, but yeah, I I love the lead up to the the Punk Cena. Uh, match just again because of the whole contract expiring we had the pipe bomb that kind of kicked all this off um and then i one of my favorite moments uh just in wrestling as far as it revolves around punk happens two weeks later on raw 
when Cena beats Ray for the title because mm-hmm. Punk's gone, and then out he comes to the new music, yeah, uh, Cult of Personality, and uh, and I mentioned before I was there that night. That's right. I yep. keep forgetting you were Hampton, actually there, Hampton, That's, Virginia. Yeah, so awesome. Um, but yeah, and I mean, I I huge CM Punk fan. I really loved that storyline and that he got that push then, and it, I thought it worked so well. And I mean, again. You can't say enough about John Cena. Um, again, he's a hell of a worker. He's great in the ring. Him and CM Punk had a hell of a match. Um, and it, it just goes to show, you know, Cena's there to do what's best for business. And yeah. he did. Um, mm-hmm. So you can't sit there and say he's this gatekeeper and keeping people down all the time. Um, he doesn't really make those decisions. No, so he did what he was told to do. Yeah. He acquiesced and that's fine. Um but yeah, I, I I love that moment. That's why it's my number two as well for that for that reason. That crowd was just real hot for that. Yeah, if you've never seen that show, definitely check it out. And don't just watch them in a bit. Watch the whole show. It's yeah, awesome. watch the whole show. Yeah. Uh, number two for me, we are going to Toronto. WrestleMania 18. Oh, man. Oh, if, yeah. if a crowd ever... Uh, this crowd dictated the match yes. between Hulk Hogan and The Rock. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I was feeling him, uh, you know, going into this match, Hogan was with the NWO. He was supposed to be the heel and the rock was the big baby face of the company. Toronto decided, uh, we don't like that. We're going to go the other way with it. They wanted their red and yellow Hulk Hogan back. Yeah. I was sitting in my apartment in Blacksburg, Virginia, a Virginia tech student at the time. I wanted my red and yellow Hulk Hogan back. Mm-hmm. I was with that crowd every second of the way. Um, they, they caused Hogan and the rock to alter their performances in this match because both of them were good enough and professional enough to understand that they weren't going to change what the crowd was doing. So all they could do was go with it. So rock changed and he, he turned basically heel for that match and Hogan went back to his baby face ways. He wasn't wearing the red and yellow. He couldn't do a, a wardrobe change in the middle of the match. But, right. But uh, he, he reverted back to the Hulk Hogan that we all knew from WWF before uh, they got the F out. And um, yeah, I mean, we, if you're, if you're in the WWF Hogan, we don't want you to be healed. We want WWF Hogan. Mm-hmm. And they demanded it that night. And those two guys, they said, all right, we'll do it. And they did. And it was great. Yeah, I agree. Uh, and we're going to double dip twice. That's my number one. It's my all-time favorite crowd reaction is in that match. Yeah. I I would say at least once a month, I will go back and watch that match yeah. from start to finish just for that. Because, I just, again, I love the electricity, the just the, the energy that crowd gives off. Even watching it over and over again, it gets me hyped every single time. And you're right. It's like we they hadn't had Hogan for WrestleMania in however many years. I mean, uh, it'd been nine years, nine years. And yeah, that crowd very much pro Hogan. And then it's like he's back at WrestleMania. We're not booing this guy. Are you crazy? It's Hulk Hogan. We yeah. have been wanting this for almost a decade uh, after he showed up in WCW the first time. It's like, when's he going to come home? Yeah. When's he going to come home? And, and because everybody expected it as soon as WCW was bought out, but because of contracts, 
the big names didn't come over like Hogan, Nash, Hall, Goldberg mm-hmm. until much later. Right. Um, and then we got the injection of the NWO to kill the WWF um, from McMahon. So he brings them in. Um, I think it wasn't, it was McMahon and Flair were feuding. Yes. Uh, over the company at that point. Yes. And, um, but yeah, Hogan comes in and they, and they kind of, they recognize it. They kind of, book it on the fly like the result was probably that's the result it was supposed to have no matter what as far as rock the rock winning picking up the win what i wonder uh and i don't know if this has ever been talked about or anybody's ever like in interviews uh said one way or the other but like with nash and hall coming down after to attack hogan for the extra baby face pop was that planned or was that on the fly because of the reaction i i think it was on the fly from what i understand um I've I've never heard a clear cut answer to that that has completely satisfied my curiosity about that. Mm-hmm. But I, I it is my my understanding that it was on the fly, but I, I can't I can't confirm that hundred percent. Yeah. Uh but it, it would make sense. And yeah. if so, I mean kudos to Vince to sit there and say, Okay, yeah, do this because they're hot for it. Let's let's get it done. Yeah. Uh feel real sorry for uh what was it, Jericho and Triple H. Yeah. <laughs> who had to follow that. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Um, but I mean, the championship should be the last thing on Mania, yeah. uh, no matter what. But uh, yeah, it's a shame they had to follow that. I, and my personal favorite moment in all of that is when he hulks up. Yes, absolutely. The Hulk up and the yep. just the waving the finger like point you. It's like, yep. oh, and Rock's reaction to all of it is just amazing. Yes. And I especially love the leg drop cell where the lower half of Rock's body kind of lifts up off the ground yes. when he takes the leg drop. It's amazing. Were you watching with me that night in Blacksburg? I think you were. I think I may have been. Yeah. I think because there were several that I came down to Blacksburg yeah. uh, to watch with you. That might've been one of them. And at that time, our, our high school friend Damon was often coming up, but he had missed that one for whatever reason. I remember thinking, yeah. I wish Damon was here with us. Cause he loved the rock. Yeah. I wanted, I wanted him to understand that rock is never going to be above Hogan in WWF. That's right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's my number one. Great choice, no matter where you put it on the list. Yeah. But what is your number one, sir? I think I know what it is. I bet you do. Yeah, we are going to Canadian Stampede. Yep. <laughs> Calgary, Alberta, Canada. Oh, man, that 10-man tag with the Hart Foundation mm-hmm. versus uh, Steve Austin and Ken Shamrock and Goldust and the Legion of Doom. Um, the crowd popped for everything everything i mean we're talking if bret hart stomped steve austin in the corner it got a pop everything the hart foundation were their heroes mm-hmm. they were my heroes <laughs> i wish i was there i wish i could have been there I, I, I mentioned this on the show before it's one of my favorite calls at one point the crowd gets so riled up and so loud that the hard cam starts to vibrate Mm-hmm. and Lawler just shouts out this building is shaking and he meant it he wasn't yes. exaggerating uh I've never seen a crowd like that because they were hot from from the ring entrances until the show went off the air uh for that main event again they were good the rest of the night too but they were there for the Heart Foundation and yeah. and it sh- that was also by the way a very good pay-per-view start to finish it was and in your house it was when they were still two hours so it was shorter only four matches 
but the whole show was good. So if you haven't seen that also, don't just watch the main event, watch the whole show. Um, but that main event, especially that was the crowd, unlike any I've seen before or since. And it's the event I most wish I could have been at. That yeah. wasn't. What was the undercard? Uh, Vader and the undertaker uh-huh. for the WWF championship. Um, Triple H and Mankind. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And uh, the great Sasuke versus Takamichi Noku. Ah, yeah, that is a good undercard. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely check out that whole, it's only two hours. Yeah. <laughs> you watch. Um, I'm about to go back and watch that one again as well. Cause that oh, is, it is a great crowd reaction. Yeah. Um, honorable mention. I'll just throw it out there. I, I wanted to put it on my list, but the other three were just for me bigger, but I do want to put a special shout out and you were there for the crowd of evolution. Um, ah, yeah. Because I mean, if you went to that show, it's because you liked the women's wrestling. You wanted it to be elevated. You wanted it to be the main event and to be the top draw. And the crowd reflected that. Yeah. Hands down. Yeah. I, I've said before, it's it's the best crowd I've been a part of because everyone there was happy to be there. Mm-hmm. They were positive about what they were seeing. We weren't getting these smart mark chants. Mm-hmm. The crowd wasn't trying to get themselves over. They were there to support the talent. Yeah. And nobody was was booing talent out of spite. Um, everybody was just happy to be there. And everybody was really nice to each other. And it was absolutely the best crowd I've been a part of. Yeah, excellent. Excellent. Uh, that's a great three count. Really enjoyed that one again. Thank you for that one. That one is pretty awesome. Yeah. Uh, I guess it goes to me now. And as, as we talked pre- before the prepare, show, prepare long and hard for this one, Tim. Yeah, I believe we brought it. I took about 10 seconds. Uh, oh, okay. But you All reminded right. me cause I'd forgot it was my turn. Uh, <laughs> yeah. but, uh, with WrestleMania around the corner, uh, it's going to be WrestleMania theme, but a little bit different. What are your three favorite musical performances at wrestlemania ah that's very similar to one i had on my list for a potential one in the future okay well i'll, ah. I'll take that one off now okay okay at wrestlemania at wrestle it has to be okay. at wrestlemania the show of shows okay um because they've had some great musical performance out performances outside of wrestlemania mm-hmm. definitely yep. uh but we're going to just focus on wrestlemania for this challenge i can do that all right, all right. excellent cool all right, well, let's jump in to our show proper, and uh, plenty of stuff to talk about this week. Uh, start off with some NXT and uh, Walter, and he is the amazing time-traveling man kind of uh, uh, coming up, because uh, we got official confirmation he will be defending uh, his UK championship against Tommaso Ciampa at TakeOver Night 1, and in the next day... He'll be defending against Rampage Brown at NXT UK Prelude. Now, the interesting thing about all of this is that they've taped NXT Prelude. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So he'll be doing the defense live and then a defense not live. So it kind of puts a damper on realistically thinking Ciampa is going to win. Yeah, yeah. At least that's that's my understanding. Is, yeah. yeah, that's how that's how they've done it, or or will do it if they haven't taped already. I, I it is my understanding it's going to be pre-taped. So I don't I don't understand how else Walter could pull this off, unless uh, you know after Thanos was defeated, he got the Infinity Gauntlet and could master time and space. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know how you defend in uh, Orlando on one night and then the next 
afternoon over here in the in the states uh in the uk so yeah. um yeah and, I mean, interesting and, and we'll wait and see i mean it could be one of those things you know card subject to change uh because i'm assuming they haven't pre-taped it yet i don't think so uh, i no. doubt they would do it this far out yeah yeah definitely. um and once it is pre-taped, undoubtedly spoilers will hit the internet. They often do with pre-taped shows. Um, so who knows? I mean, although they they haven't been having crowds there, that's true. That's true. So that does mitigate um, the chance yeah. of uh, the leak getting out there. So you never know. I mean, it it could still be a possibility. Although I will say, I don't expect Champa to win this match. No. Even before knowing this, I right. didn't think he was going to be the one to beat Walter. Right. Um, but, I mean, you never know, but I think it's fair to say that Walter retains. Yeah, I, uh, I think so. That'll probably be for on sure. both nights. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I definitely <laughs> see Rampage Brown winning it. Um, he's way too new, and yeah, it's more of a showcase to help continue to get him over. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, just... Uh, yeah, I'll be curious to to see if they comment on that during NXT UK Prelude. Uh, if they comment on the fact that he just defended the night before in Orlando, <laughs> we'll see oh. if they uh, if the uh, continuity director <laughs> has the scripts right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, also on NXT we had a Hall of Famer show up. HBK, of course, he's very involved with behind the scenes at NXT, uh, but doesn't show up in front of the camera very often, no. uh, if at all. Uh, and this was one of the first times came out during the little scuffle between Jordan Devlin and uh, Santos Escobar, mm-hmm. uh, as they are both claiming to be the real cruiserweight champion. Of course, they've got mm-hmm. a match coming up at NXT uh, TakeOver Stand and Deliver to decide who is the real champion. And HBK came down, and uh, what did he do? He uh, he had a suggestion, and uh, he didn't verbalize it. In fact, he didn't say a word. He just uh, looked under the ring, put out a good old ladder, and tossed it in. So it looks like ladder match yep. for the Cruiserweight Championship, and I'm all for that. I think yeah. you could have one hell of a ladder match. Well, and speaking of continuity, you know, this is how... Shawn Michaels and Razor Ramon decided who was the real intercontinental champion. That's true. When I forgot Shawn, about that yeah, correlation. Because Shawn was suspended when he was intercontinental champion and never That's lost right. that title. And so Razor won it uh, after a battle royal and then a singles match with Rick Martel. And uh, so Shawn came back and said, hey, I never lost this. I'm the champion. So it's a very similar story to what Shawn and Razor did in 1994. And so, yeah, I thought it was very appropriate and a nice little nod to the past. Yeah, I I'd, I'd forgot that that was the story surrounding that match. I remember the latter match very clearly. Yeah, but I forgot it was them both claiming to be the real champion because they had two belts. Two yeah, belts were hanging up there. Yeah, yeah. That that makes it even more awesome. I think. Uh, yeah, and you're right. I love that little nod to history, mm-hmm. uh, especially for us nerds yeah. <laughs> of wrestling. <laughs> for sure. Um, but yeah, cool. I'm very excited for that. Um, should be a uh, they should tear down the house easily it'll be a spectacle yes um spectacle by the way if you haven't figured it out yet that's what i say whenever i know it's going to be action-packed and exciting but it's probably going to annoy me yes (laughs) how is he getting up that after that move yeah (laughs) that should be the finish (laughs) so when you hear me say spectacle that's what i mean (laughs) i'm trying to be positive but that's what i mean yeah Uh, 
good that that's that secret code words here on the show <laughs> yeah, yeah. um uh, we also had o'reilly kyle o'reilly and adam cole uh they had a little sit down at the table was this like was it a contract signing or just a face-to-face I can't uh remember. yeah I, th- I think it was a contract signing yeah right yeah uh and they're gonna co-main event uh the night two of stand and deliver and i actually really enjoy this i liked uh i liked uh kyle o'reilly's response to adam cole and his work on the mic during this promo yeah and o'reilly needs more of a showcase to to kind of establish himself as a a a legitimate singles competitor instead Mm -hmm. of uh, a number two to adam cole right um so i i think he needs to win this match i don't know if he will but he has much more to lose than Adam Cole does, I think. Yeah, and I think this is, I think it's twofold. This is to help uh, elevate O'Reilly. Uh, and I think this is Cole doing that part to help elevate, you know, a friend and a coworker. And uh, before he gets, I think he's going to debut on Raw after Mania. Oh, he could. He could. I, think, I think the whole breaking up of, uh, of the Undisputed Era was because he's he's getting ready to make the shift. That's what I think. That's okay. my prediction. Uh, Are we getting weekly Adam Cole predictions now that Rhea Ripley is firmly on the Raw brand? Oh, uh, hmm. no, no, no. This is just my off-the-wall mania, after mania okay. prediction. All right. Um, all right. Well, well, I'll be looking for more Rhea predictions later in the show. Yes, yes. I'll have a realistic Rhea Ripley prediction coming later. <laughs> all right. By the way, they, this O'Reilly co-match is being billed as the co-main event of night two of Stand and Deliver. Like, okay, WWE, will you just commit to main events? Yeah. Stop telling everyone they're the main event. Yeah. Well, by the time you're done, we're going to have eight main events out of nine matches on a show like pick one pick yeah, a main event that's like it's like i don't it's like does it really hurt their feelings if they're not considered the main event oh probably but you know what it's gonna motivate them yeah and push them uh i mean my feelings would be hurt yeah uh and, you know if i felt i'd earned it um not if i was you know um who do i want to <laughs> who do i want to single out here <laughs> <laughs> Not if I was Baron Corbin. How about ah. that? Um, there, I picked someone that no one would be mad about. Um, except for Baron Corbin. <laughs> except for, yeah. Um, thanks for listening, Baron. Yeah, um, thanks, Baron. <laughs> but, but, I mean, we've got, like, how many main events? They can't decide what the main event of WrestleMania is. We've got, like, four main events going right now. Like, pick a main event per night and commit to it and, and suffer the consequences. Yeah, like, for me, I, the main event for me with only one exception that I can think of. Uh, and that would be Royal Rumble. I think, you know, one of the Rumble matches should be your main event of the Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. But outside of that, I think it should always be one of the top titles billed as your main event. But what if you have four top titles? Um, well, a lot of times they'll break it up, you know, um, because we've seen... I mean, what mania uh, past couple years, one of the world championships has gone on first. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think you bill based on what you think the crowd wants to see the most. And that should be your main event or, you know, the one that's got the biggest hype. If it's, if you're like a Brock Lesnar is coming back and it's a big, big deal, you know, um, you see that uh, cricket wireless poll on Twitter. No, 
um, asking, they only put up three matches. Asking oh, which no, match, you sent this to me. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Asking which match people were most looking forward to. They put Sasha Bianca. They put uh, Drew and Lashley. And for whatever reason, they put New Day and AJ and Omos. Um, sure. Um, but Sasha, <laughs> Sasha, yeah, like that was going to win. That had no shot. Uh, but Sasha and Bianca got, it, when it was done, like 78 or 79% of the vote something like that and then drew got around 18 or something and then the last few went to the tag the tag title match but it seems pretty clear which of the night one matches people want to be the main event yeah and wwe saw that poll without question will they listen (sighs) i hope so i think it would be fine for drew and lashley to start the show yeah they're, they're talking now about how they want the first entrance in front of a crowd to be really big and a special moment. And Drew has even publicly said he wants to be that. At the time, it was when he was champion, he wanted to be the first person out in front of that live crowd. Problem solved. There you go. Let them Dude. start it. Let the yep. ladies finish it. There you go. Especially since, I mean, I'm almost 100% positive that the triple threat for the universal title is going to be the main event of night two. I don't see how it won't be. Yeah. yeah. Um, so if you're going to let the men close that night, why not let the women close the first night? Yeah. Um, yep. And I mean, Bianca and Sasha is going to be one hell of a match. So, yep. and people are excited for it. Yeah. It's so historic. Do it. I think it should be done. Yeah. But Let's see. I mean, yeah, so we'll see. But actually, I, I was looking up something because um, mm-hmm. I didn't know if you saw it. It just made me think uh, of this. But uh, WWE re- released a top 100 list or a top 50 list of the greatest women's wrestlers. Oh, I, I I did. In fact, I told my friend Mark I was probably going to avoid this on the show because it made me so mad. But go ahead. Oh, and that's why I wanted to bring it up because I know it's going to make you mad. Um, oh, I'm trying I've, to, and I've had such a great day. <laughs> um, but I mean, I'm going to sit there and tell you, I was not pleased with it either. Um, Stephanie McMahon came in two slots higher than Io Shirai. Yeah, that is ridiculous. Like, come on. And I had a huge crush on Stephanie McMahon. During but we're the talking top period. fifty wrestlers. We're talking about wrestlers. Come on, come on. And I. Uh, and it's like, of course, they put Charlotte number one. Now, is she one of the greatest of all time? Wait, did yes. they put Charlotte number one? I thought they put Trish number one. Oh, was it Trish? I thought it was Charlotte. Yeah, I thought Charlotte was number th- uh, four. Hold on, I got it right here. Uh, no, number two. Number yeah, two, no, right? she was number, yeah, Trish was number one. Charlotte's Charlotte was two. number two. Becky. Number three. China. Oscar. And, oh, okay. And then Sasha at six, Alunda yeah. at seven, Lita eight, Ronda Rousey nine, and Bailey at ten. Okay. Um. Yeah. I, now that's uh, not a bad top ten. No, no, not by any. Just stretch. not the order I would have necessarily put them in. Yeah, I mean, because I'm not going to sit there and tell you that any of these top ten don't deserve to be there. They absolutely do. Yeah. Um. My biggest problems: a Stephanie McMahon being number twenty three. <laughs> yeah. Um. And like I say, there's so many people she's ahead of that it's just like. How can you argue that? How can you argue that she is better than Io Shirai? Mm-hmm. That she's better than the Bella Twins. You want to talk about decorated women's 
performers. Yeah. They outperform Stephanie McMahon. Kyrie Sane. How, how are they one slot? Because they had distinct singles careers. That's true. That's true. The fact that they lumped them both in was kind of interesting as well. And kind of insulting to them. Yeah. Um, Although, if you put one over the other, oh, I don't want to be at that Thanksgiving dinner. That's true. And maybe that was like, yeah, we don't want to start a riot at the Bella's compound. Unless it's the the, the Hammerstein Ballroom, there won't be Then Yeah, then you can do it. Um, But yeah, so it was very, very interesting to see some of that up there. But yeah, I I think Sasha should be higher. Yep. I absolutely... Top five. Now she'd be my number one. All right. If they don't want to put her number one on the list. Okay, fine. But I do think she should be top five. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Um, like I, I, Trish is probably the correct number one, all things considered. I guess if you take impact at this, at this moment in time, in yeah. five years from now, that conversation could be right. completely different. Yes. At this moment in time, and they did the list. Yeah, I think. Trish is probably the right choice for number We one. have perspective on Trish. We have her whole career to look yes. at. We know what impact she had. We know what lasting impact she had. We know her whole history. A lot of these, I mean, the four horsewomen, all four are in the top 10. They're not done yet. Asuka's no. not done yet. So, you know, we, we still have a long way to go with some of these women. Yeah, and, and it's like Ronda Rousey was awesome. Don't get me wrong. She had one of the best rookie years. Sure. Uh, of a performer in WWE history, but I don't know because of the short length of time she was with the company that she merits being in the top 10. I, I think their argument would be all the the press that she got them and all the True. public attention. I think that would be their argument. I, I don't know if I agree or disagree. I'm kind of with you. I'm a little torn on that. I'm not sure where I would, where I would fall on that, but I think that would be their argument. Yeah. But yeah, I just wanted to call that out because again, I thought it was some of it was just a little like, wow, okay. Like as much as I love the you know, I, I, I women's wrestling is my favorite thing in wrestling right now. I deliberately did not watch that because I'm like, this is just going to make me mad. <laughs> so I, I didn't even watch it, but I couldn't help seeing the rankings pop up when I was reading stuff online. Yeah, stuff like that. I, yeah. I will say I, I was extremely thrilled to see Nikki Cross on there. Gail Kim made it. Gail Kim made the list. And I mean, number 33. 33. Yeah. Um, Where where was Kyrie? I didn't see where she was. She was 31. 31. Okay. Um, Bull Nakano made the list. She should have been higher, not based on the career she had, but she should have had a bigger career in WWE. Agreed. She should have been a singles champion more than once. Yes. Uh, Let's say Bull Nakano on the list. I thought that was pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, uh, did the jumping bomb angels make it? I'm curious. I didn't see them. Uh, no. Ah, uh, see, they kind of brought a whole new stuff. Uh, they should be on there. I- I'm not saying they should necessarily be high up, but they should be on there. I, yeah. Cause I mean, I'm looking at this list and the only ones, I guess, even close to that era, like the old, like uh, you got Luna, you got okay. Luna Vachon on here. You got Bull Nakano. You got, um, Alundra blaze. And then everybody else is like Attitude Era and above. No May Young. So no May Young. Of course, um, she wasn't a wrestler in W. I mean, you know, unless you count, you know, true wrestling, <laughs> wrestling the Stooges or something. Yeah. Um, um, now deliberately left off. Fabulous Moolah. Yes, uh, because of all that controversy. controversy. Not surprising. Wait, Wendy Richter? 
No Wendy Richter. Oh, I call. Oh, I, I almost said something you haven't heard me say on this show, folks. See, I'm getting mad. I'm getting <laughs> mad. There's no excuse for Wendy Richter not to be on that list. Stephanie yeah. McMahon's on the list. I'm getting mad. Yeah, I'm, I'm going back just to make sure. But yeah, she is not on here. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll let the vitriol stop there. But yeah, uh, I will say WWE, do better. <laughs> Do better in yeah. this. That yeah, they're parts I, of that I, a little ridiculous. I give you a C plus. Yeah, <laughs> but and yeah, I, I grade for a living. They pay me to do it. So this I'm is accurate. true. This man yeah. is a teacher. <laughs> yeah. uh, let's move on to some AEW um, and uh, talking, keeping in talk about women's wrestling. Uh, we had uh, Ty Conti beating Nyla Rose. I liked this. Uh, I, I liked Ty when she was with WWE. Yes. Uh, and I, I thought she should have been given more opportunity. She was still green. I could see, you know, that she was still learning, but she seems to be learning fast. Yes. And she's already improved significantly since she was in WWE. Um, I just like the way she carries herself. Mm-hmm. Um, I, she carries herself like a star. Um, I was surprised to see her win. I mean, she's got a good record. You know, they flash the records up every time somebody hits the mm-hmm. ring. And her, her record was stronger than I realized it was, but I still didn't think she was going to win this match. Yeah. So I'm, I'm glad that she did. And I hope, I hope they run with her a little bit. I, she, she seems genuine. And uh, I, I, I'd like to see some, like to see some good things come her way. Yeah. I really liked the pairing they had of her and Anna Jay going mm-hmm. on before Anna went down with the, uh, the, the injury. Um, but yeah, I, I like that she's getting the push. Uh, I think, uh, she definitely deserves it. And they, again, they need to build up that division and spotlight people. And it was good that this at least made TV. Yeah. That's, um, that's a step in the right direction. Yeah. So yeah, thumbs up for that. But on the bad side, the counter to this is we got really no follow-up with Britt Baker. Uh, we much. got an interview segment and, and it could yeah. be, I mean, that was a heck of a match that, you know, right. her and Thunder Rosa had. So maybe a little extra recovery time. And I understand that. But, you know, at least she did get the interview and throwing jab. Mick Foley, of course, gave her very high praise online. And she she threw a little jab in there and a little nod to Mick during the interview. You said she was wearing the uh, the flannel. Yep. Um, but, yeah, so hopefully uh, tonight maybe we'll get a better follow-up with Britt because she really needs to be the face – or not the face, the heel of that division, the, the top, top heel. heel. Yeah. I, I would have – not had her in a match necessarily, but had some sort of angle um, where she got to be aggressive on someone or, you know, attack someone, um, maybe attack, attack um, uh, Hikaru Shida and say, look, I, I, I'm tired of having to prove myself. I think I've proven myself already. I want a match or something, just something to keep that momentum going instead of just coming out and talking for three minutes and then walking off. I would have put her on commentary for the women's match that yeah then she could you know you could get a a 10 minute promo yeah um which i think would have been better than just the interview but Mm -hmm. we'll see hopefully uh better things coming uh this week something else coming tonight uh that we are excited for is the arcade anarchy match sounds fun i don't know what it will be like really but it sounds fun yeah have they given any details as to what i I the match it sounds really is. to me like it's kind of a no DQ type match, but with a bunch of arcade cabinets, uh, video game arcade cabinets surrounding the ring area. I think um, 
throw throw each other into them. I guess this is going to be an expensive uh, match. <laughs> uh, no kidding. Uh, well, Tony Khan's got the money. Well, that's um, true. That's true. And, you know, with four people in there, lots of places you can shove joysticks. Ooh, um, ooh. ow, ow. So, <laughs> I don't know. That's my understanding. I may have the details of that a little off, but I know, I don't know if there'll be a ringside area, if they'll do a backstage area or something. I think it's ringside area. I'm pretty sure they said ringside. Okay. I'm pretty with, sure that's that's correct. With uh, arcade cabinets around the ring. So I'm curious which ones. Yes. What are they going to destroy? Well, yeah, and I'm like, is this going to be legit arcade cabinets? Right. Or are these going to be like, you know, knockoff? Yeah. arcade cabinets yeah um, like a video game like um uh, abaddon all hope yeah or, yeah <laughs> or are we yeah. gonna see some mortal Kombat cabs and a, a yeah. pac-man or galaga something like that are, so. do, do tony Khan have any ties to warner brothers i don't know I don't could do some cross promotion for mortal Kombat. that's true that's true and hey well maybe uh warner brothers wants to do some advertising on the shows these are a great way to do it yeah, destroy destroy our games. Yeah, finish yeah. him. Finish yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, really looking forward to that. Um, but now we're going to jump over to one of your favorite topics every week, which is catching us up on stardom. What went down this past week? Well, first, some good news. The other two sisters came back. Hina and Rena have ah. both returned from whatever that family emergency was. So I still don't know the details. I don't need to. It's none of my business, none of anybody's business, but I'm glad that they're back. Um, and hopefully whatever that situation was worked itself out in a positive way. Um, who knows, but they're back. So that's good. Um, great match. We saw the cosmic angels retain their uh, artists of stardom trios championships over Queens quest being Momo and Azumi. Um, and Saya Kamitini. Um, tremendous, tremendous match. Um, it came down to Tom and Momo and Tom, Tom getting the pin. Um, good news. I got my Cosmic Angels photo book ordered. I as well. Yes. I as well. Um, you're welcome, by the way. I sent yes, you that yes. Link. Thank you for sending me. <laughs> yes. The other, the only other option was eBay. <laughs> One copy, which was going for how much? $122. $122. And then New, New Japan put it up. New Japan put it up for sale. It's not shipping for two months, but they <laughs> did put it up for sale. And so, uh, yeah, squeaked in there and, and got our copies after they sold out at the stardom shop very quickly. Um, I, I do love the comment you made, which is uh, by the... By the time we get these books, you'll still be waiting for Momo's push. <laughs> yes, that's what it feels like. Yeah, again, she did she have to be the one to take the pen in this match? <sighs> yeah. Big announcement from Stardom, though. The Cinderella tournament is coming back, and this time it's happening on two nights. Ooh, but I did see un- the announcement, yes. Unlike what WWE is doing with their two nights events, two night events, the two nights and the Cinderella tournament are separated by 20 effing days so we've got night one of the cinderella tournament on april 10th and then night two on april 30th wow i don't know the logic behind that um what about the people who buy tickets are they going to have the option to buy tickets to both nights at the same time uh i don't know how that's going to work it doesn't affect me i'm not in japan but you know i i do i do empathize with people who might be in that situation and might want to be at the whole thing so I don't know how that's going to work. But Cinderella Tournament is a big yearly event. Uh, Julia won last year. Um, it was also Hanukkah Mora's last match last year. 
Um, and the, the, the idea is it's a single elimination tournament. Um, be, so being over two nights, the matches will get to be longer. Um, and, and the matches will just be better because they were a little rushed when they've done it before in one night. But the idea is the winner of the Cinderella tournament, well, Cinderella says a dream is a wish your heart makes. They get a wish. So oh. it could be a title shot uh, for the red belt or for the white belt. Maybe they want to face someone in an exploding barbed wire death match. Then they could do that. Whatever they want, they get one wish. Usually it's a title shot. Um, I don't know if they've, you know, maybe they just are craving macaroni and cheese. I don't know. <laughs> but I guess if that's what they wanted, that's what they'd get. But it would be boring for the audience. Yes. But Cinderella Tournament is uh, a huge event every year. And being two nights is really cool with the longer matches and stuff. Uh, just wish it was back-to-back nights. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, well. Um, but coming up this weekend, Stardom returns to pay-per-view. International right. pay-per-view. I've ordered mine. I'm not going to watch live this time because I'm going to be traveling back from my parents. So it'd be a horrible idea to get up at three in the morning and then drive two and a half hours. Yeah. Um, so I'll, I'll watch it when I get home on Sunday, but it is Sunday. It's the Yokohama Dream Cinderella Spring. <laughs> I, I guess they're going to have another Yokohama Dream Cinderella later in the year. So this is the spring version. <laughs> um, and so uh, the quick card rundown. Some of these matches you've heard me talk about already. Uh, we've got Azumi versus Hina versus Lady C. I'm telling you right now, Azumi's winning. Uh, the other two just don't win matches. So Azumi's winning that one. We've got Momo Watanabe taking on Mina Shirakawa from Cosmic Angels. So we've got Queen's Quest against Cosmic Angels. Uh, I actually think Momo is going to win this one. Mina doesn't often win singles matches. Um, although if they're going to start her winning, why not against Momo? Uh. Uh, um, <laughs> but I'm still going to call Momo for that one. Uh, Unagi Sayaka from Cosmic Angels. Also taking on a member of Queen's Quest, Sayaka Mitani. I expect Saya to win this for the same reason. Unagi hasn't really won the singles match, but she did win the uh, the All-Star Rumble mm-hmm. uh, last month. So I don't know. She hasn't had a singles match since then. So I don't know. Maybe they're going to start something. I think Saya would be a good one to uh, to get a win over because she isn't terribly established in singles competition herself. She's she's won some, but she went a long time without winning any. Uh-huh. And she's only won a few singles matches on her own since then. Although she did have the the shot against Utami last month for the red belt, so that's kind of upped her credibility a little bit. But she lost, so um, I, I'm I'm gonna call Saya to win that. But um, I'm, I'll be pulling for Unagi to win. Uh, tag titles, the uh, goddesses of Stardom Championships, match between members of Donna Del Mondo. Defending champions from Donna Domondo, Micah and Hameka, defending against Donna Domondo's Julia and Sherry. So uh, we've got a battle within the unit for the tag titles. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, Julia and Sherry are definitely the bigger stars of the four. Um, but Micah and Hameka are still fairly new champions. I think this might be the uh, almost, at this point, token time limit draw. So uh, that's what I'm going to call. I'm going to call a draw on this one so that uh, the top stars don't go down, but the titles don't change. Uh, Big one. I've talked about this one before. Five on five elimination match stars versus Oedo tie last one eliminated must join the other unit. I don't know what's going to happen here. Um, I, 
I have no idea how to call this. Um, I, it seems to me that Stardom or Rossi Ogawa would find it more interesting to have a face forced to join Oedo Tai. So I'm going to call an an Oedo Tai win, but I don't know who would be joining. I'm not, I'm not, I don't have to predict that. I'm not going to predict that. Yeah, no, you're good. Yeah, all right. You okay. predicted so, the winner. That's all okay. you got to do. All right. That's all. Yeah. That's all I'm contractually obligated to do. That's right. <laughs> all right. Um, Wonder of Stardom Championship, Tom Nakano, her first title defense against Natsupoi. Mm. So uh, Natsupoi's really stepped up her game, both uh, in ring and booking wise and presentation wise. She's uh, changed her demeanor some to come off as more serious. Uh, it's working. She's doing great. Uh, she's going to lose, though. Tom's going to win yeah. and retain. It's her first title defense. Um, but it's going to be good. Not supposed really, really has stepped it up. And then Utami, Utami Hayashishta defending her World of Stardom Championship against B. Priestley. Oh. <laughs> um, Utami still has only defended uh, a couple of times against Momo and then against Saya. Um, I got to think she, she's going to win. I, 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 I wish I could watch B lose live. Um, <laughs> I'll have to settle for watching it taped, but I, I'm calling Utami to win. So um, no title changes. I, I'm calling no title changes for this show, but uh, I don't know. We'll see. They're a little unpredictable. So um, that's, uh, but I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a good show. I think Tom and Natsupoi probably has uh, match of the night written all over it, if I had to guess. Uh, but yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Cool. Yeah, I, I'll I'll play the heel here and say B Priestley wins the belt. <laughs> she, she's former champion. She's had it before, so uh, it wouldn't be crazy. But uh, the only reason, the main reason, I won't say only, that I'm calling Utami is just because she hasn't had it very long. Ah, yeah. But cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm especially excited to to hear how that that five on five match turns out. That it's just really, it's really it's very interesting. It's, it's very interesting. interesting. Yeah. Uh, from just a match and a storyline kind of standpoint yeah but yeah cool so can't wait for next week you'll be giving us all the updates on that what went down and all yeah. uh let's make our shift back over to wwe and smackdown we got some confirmation uh of some more matches for the two nights of wrestlemania this year uh cesaro and rollins which we expected that became official um we also got big e and apollo becoming official and for the intercontinental title for the intercontinental title and Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. Also. I'm looking forward to that one. I love yes. that one. Yeah. I, the only thing I, and it's not that I don't like it. I, I just hate that this is the quick build. I would yeah. have loved this program to have been started like in January. Yeah. And had a nice build. They have plenty of history, so it's easy to yeah. fall right back into it. Right. Um, and then, of course, we've got whatever's going to go on this week with Logan Paul. <laughs> Yeah, showing up, uh, well, you know, and and we laugh about it, but for whatever reason, that dude's got a following. No, that's true. I mean, and I'm not. It's going to bring eyes. Yeah, I'm not faulting that. If somebody I saw online made a suggestion, could they be setting up uh, something a la Battle of the Billionaires? Uh, Owens will have his own YouTube star <laughs> that shows up, <laughs> and uh, they'll be the wrestling proxies for the. <laughs> For the YouTube stars in their match. If uh, I knew other YouTube stars, I'd make some sort of joke right now. But I really yeah, don't. that's that, that's me. It's <laughs> yeah. like uh, yeah, I don't know who the other one would be unless he, yeah. unless he brings Jake, the the brother. 
Jake Paul. See, um, I didn't even know who that is. Yeah. Um, but who knows? There's some, there's some Ryan kid who reviews toys. I hear about that from my nieces. So ah. maybe, maybe Ryan, the kid toy reviewer. There you go. He could team with Braun and win the tag titles. Hey, it, we have precedent for that. So we yes. do. Um, <laughs> but uh, uh, I'm excited for Biggie and Apollo uh, for that match to finally, you know, have a good showcase of it. You know, it's not a TV match. They really get to let loose. Uh, personally, I think, I think this is Apollo's to win. It, it has to be. Uh, yeah. I mean, it just has to be. Yeah. Otherwise, we you just wasted four months. Yeah. And, okay. and, and yeah. And made no headway with him. Yeah. And again, Big E, again, I think is destined to be in the main event picture for one of the top titles. Yeah. Uh, as opposed to the mid card belt. So I think this would be a natural progression. Yeah. Um, I, I still love all these singles matches. I love that we're getting all these one-on-one yes. matches. Here's what I don't like. There are only two women's matches on the card oh. as of right now, only two. So they can put out all the top 50 lists they want. They are not treating the women as equal to the men. I, I'm sure we'll have more than two by the time we get to WrestleMania. I'm sure there's going to be a tag match, but there, there's not going to be a balance. That's, that's yeah. for sure. And they may do a battle Royal for the women. That's mm-hmm. been rumored, but um, and I mean, I'd still, I mean, if Charlotte's going to be a part of the card, let her come back and challenge Bailey. Let them, yeah, I still want, yeah, that yeah, would be a great both, match. Yeah. And, and I don't hate Charlotte. I don't want no. her not to be on the show. Um, she deserves a spot on the show. Yes. So put her in there with someone else who deserves a spot on the show. Bailey. I want the riot squad on WrestleMania. Yes. Um, um they both work so hard and they're being ignored. And Peyton Royce. Peyton Royce. Had a yep. banging match against Asuka, and then we got no Peyton Royce this week. It's, yep. Come on, guys. It's Consistency is what we need with the women's division. And non-title feuds. Yes, non-title feuds. Um, as we mentioned uh, with Charlotte, there were rumors that she was supposed to show up on SmackDown. She did not. Um, we know that she was backstage at Raw. Of course, didn't appear. We'll talk about that later. Uh but yeah, so it, it seemingly looks like these are going to remain singles matches for mm-hmm. the championships for the women, which I do appreciate and love. Approve. Uh, and with the Sasha Bianca storyline, now we got full heel Sasha. She's back. Yes. Love which it. we we expected this to happen because yeah. Bianca is the clear face. She's so darn likable for this push. Um and yeah, and Sasha's so great as a heel. Yes. So I, I do especially love this. Um, I think it's just going to add that much more to the uh, emotion and uh, uh, just the match in general and the story. Yes. So really, real excited for this. And I'm looking forward to them building for at least the next couple of weeks without. Yes. <laughs> without Shayna and Nia. Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh man. At least those two. <laughs> At least those two. We'll we'll, we'll get into <laughs> the recurring tag team women's champions uh showing up to challenge the singles champions uh when we get to Raw. Um which well I guess anything else just now. <laughs> yeah, which now. Oh, but yeah. w- but also yes, w- it was made official triple threat for the Universal Right. Yes, yes, yes. Um and seemingly Edge kind of 
full heel. Oh, definitely. Um, definitely. So Brian, Edge, and Reigns, triple threat for the Universal Championship, night two of WrestleMania. That is going to be a good match. I, I, I'm, I'm into it now. Um, I, I still don't think Edge was the guy to win the Rumble, but I'm better with it. I, yes. What I can't figure out is if this was a plan all along. I don't know. Uh, yeah, it seemingly, it feels like this is, and from what we've heard, you know, just less than a month ago, stories were breaking that big changes to the WrestleMania card were coming. Now, whether they planned this from the get-go and this was the natural evolution of right. rolling out those changes, we may never know. Um, but it does kind of feel like this is kind of like Kofi. Mm-hmm. Kofi mania happened and it was not the original plan, but then the crowd was so into it and they saw that the, the fandom and online, all the support and boom, mm-hmm. that's what we got. And having Daniel Bryan in the mix with all this has been tremendous. Yeah. It's been absolutely yeah. tremendous. Well, uh, we've talked before, like edge showing up on NXT did nothing for ratings um, did nothing for viewership. In fact, the ratings went down that week. He showed up, mm-hmm. um, so they've got to be questioning if if he's a draw. Uh, and it's not a slight on his talent or anything like that. Yeah. But maybe people just don't watch for Edge. Yeah. Um, and so adding Daniel Bryan to that match is is only going to increase the appeal to some people. And it's not like people who are into Edge or are into Roman are going to be like, well, I'm not going to watch now. They're still going to watch for their guy. So. Uh, it only helps and it's going to help the quality of the match. And uh, I th- it's so easy to get behind Daniel Bryan. We've got a strong face here too. Yeah. And I mean, and like I say, I am ecstatic to have edge back. I popped huge uh, when he came out for the rumble last year um, when he initially returned. And I will say the a cool little tidbit, this triple threat has all three performers who have had to step away from the business due to medical reasons and now they're back and they're going to be headlining WrestleMania night two, I assume. Yeah. Um, and I just think that's great. That's awesome. It's a testament to the hard work of all three. Um, I mean, congratulations, obviously, to Roman Reigns being able to beat leukemia again. Yeah. Um, and then the return from serious neck injuries and head injuries from, from Daniel Bryan and edge. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just, that, that story is amazing in itself. Yes. Um, for, you know, two guys that we were told would never be able to wrestle again. Yeah. Um, so that's amazing. Can't wait for it. I love Daniel Bryan in this. I, I'm, I'm hoping for a Bryan win. Um, yes, definitely. And, and if it's going to be the last thing we see on night two of WrestleMania, it's mm-hmm. almost like, with fans to. back in attendance it's uh-huh. gotta be the good guy's gotta win right yeah that's what i'm thinking yep um so i that's kind of where i'm I'm putting my, my my bet is on daniel bryan and my hope too yep. i really hope yeah um and i think edge and roman will easily be fine oh yes yeah it's yeah. not gonna hurt well, them edge is never gonna be full-time again yeah i mean he's, he's gonna be not. he's not gonna be full-time like every week right. at best we'll get him half the time yeah um, I mean, you know, he said he was going to be full-time now and he's wrestled, what, one match? Yeah. Since, yeah. So um, I, I don't see him winning a championship. Um, and this is a way for Roman to lose it without getting beat. Yes. You so, don't, that way Roman is protected. 
with yeah. his head of the table uh, uh, gimmick. Uh, and then you, you give more fuel to Edge uh, in his storyline, which is, you know, this is supposed to be mine. Uh, is my comeback. And then he fails and he has to start back over. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's an instant feud with him and Brian for a singles match. Yeah. After WrestleMania. Yeah. Um, I mean, and of course, Roman's going to be in that mix too, but you know, mm-hmm. plenty of options and ways to go that will be very, very good uh, if Brian wins. So, and and I think that's a fair trade off too. Like, if Edge got his big moment at the Rumble, it's only fair for Brian to get one now. Yes, I agree. Um, so, yeah, really looking forward to that. Let's move on over to Raw, and uh, Raw was not great this week. It, it wasn't. It, this is this was a swing and a miss on a lot of levels, unfortunately. Um, yeah, I just uh, the I kind of I kind of am sort of digging the uh, Lashley somebody take out McIntyre kind of angle. Mm-hmm. I thought some of that stuff was okay. Like Drew in the locker room, I thought was kind of cool, mm-hmm. where he was like, "Somebody step up, somebody step up." And the interaction with Ricochet, I thought was really good. I didn't like um, the interaction with Angel Garza. He just tossed yeah, him aside like it was he kinda, nothing. Yeah, he just kind of uh, beat the snot out of him. Like, he, yeah, again, like he was just an extra. Yeah. Uh, um, but I do like, you know, Ricochet standing up and said, you know, like how he, he's like, you know, I don't trust the Hurt Business to get that match or whatever. But if you're yeah. for a fight, you know, I'm the guy that's here for you. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll step up. No problem. Yeah. Um, so I like that. Um, and I liked uh, Mustafa Ali coming out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even though, yeah, it didn't really amount to anything. But I'm glad he came out. I thought it was very interesting. No mention of retribution. At right. All. Yeah. So that pretty much is concrete. It's dead. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There, I think, and I think they want to keep as much distance. Cause I, I think here very soon, probably after WrestleMania, we'll see those characters again, but the real life persona characters, we'll see mm-hmm. Mia mm-hmm. Yim on yeah. the, not Dominic Dijakovic. Yeah, yeah. Dominic Dijakovic, Theo Madden and Dio, Dio Madden. Dio Madden. And who's the yeah. fourth? I always forget Slapjack. Oh, uh, uh um, uh, Shane, oh. <laughs> I, I've been reading Twitter, so I have Shane Helms on my mind. And it's not, <laughs> um, uh, oh gosh, um, from NXT. Yeah, I always, I always know this too. Um, I always blank on his name. <laughs> Just not uh, a not a Shane Thorn. Shane Thorn. Shane Thorn. Yeah, not a comment on his his in ring work because he's good uh i just could never remember his name well they've never said it on wwe main well, that's television or they have he he was briefly in a in a tag team around a year ago oh that's right yeah. yeah um but yeah so i like some aspects of raw i i enjoyed matt riddle <laughs> this week i really did um i enjoyed the match that he and sheamus had i thought that was probably one of the highlights of the night yeah and I like the finish. We talk about not, you know, about vacuum mm-hmm. wrestling. The finish was at least creative. It did yep. not end with a brogue kick. It yep. ended with a devastating knee. Yep. <laughs> um, and it was like, that's got to be the finish. And it was. Uh, yeah. Which sets up, of course, Riddle and Sheamus for WrestleMania uh, for the um, the U.S. title. Another singles match. I like Another it. singles match. Um, and... <laughs> I, I I like Riddle just doing Riddle stuff, and he sees 
Titus O'Neil, who's co-host of WrestleMania with Hulk Hogan. They talk about, yeah, I'm ready for your roast. <laughs> just like <laughs> the stoner gimmick. You got to love it. Yeah. Um, but well, and then Oscar. And then the Oscar thing. And, and this is the, this is going to be the debate. Did he forget his lines? Because Oscar looked real confused when he just rolled away. Um, or it, is that because it rolled away? He, yeah, he rolled away. I know. I, I love the fact that we can say that. And yeah. actually, yeah. Um, but you like, know, like he's Professor X. Yeah. Hey, it's wheels. Um, <laughs> or was it? Uh, this is this is a joke from something else, but uh, Game of Thorns. It's like wheelie wheelie legs no feely. It's Bran. Game of Thorns. I don't even Game know. of Thrones. Thrones. Game oh, of Thrones. you said Thorns. Oh, I'm Shane Thorns. Sorry. <laughs> oh, uh, now you remember. Now I remember. It. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So, uh, but even if it was planned, it fits with the character. Either yeah. way, it was hilarious. Yeah. Um, so I really liked that. The, the look on Asuka's face is rather convincing. It looked to me like she glanced over at an agent or something. Like, what like, should I do? And maybe they just kind of went roll with it. And, and yeah. so she just started walking on like she normally would. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, but other things we had. Uh, top of the show, really. The Hurt Business. Breaking up. What the hell? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what the what the goal is yeah uh i don't know do they want lashley to kind of be a singles guy now or are they looking for more people maybe these people who stood up to to drew like mustafa and corbin maybe they'll be part of a new thing with lashley and mvp um i almost thought for half a second i thought maybe they were gonna do that with ricochet like like yeah. this was kind of it's going to be a swerve and then they were going to come out and beat on drew and ricochet be like nah i've seen the light that's where i need to be the hurt business is where mm-hmm. it's at mm-hmm. um but that didn't happen uh but then we did get king corbin mm-hmm. stepping in at the end to help lashley beat down drew so huh is it this means he's off my smackdown show i'm cool with it yeah, I mean, it could be he's moving to Raw. It could be he's just he was just trying to get that opportunity. Who knows? Maybe we'll see other wrestlers from SmackDown. Attempt- I feel like we'll have some sort of follow up. Yeah, I, I'm sure on on this Friday SmackDown we will find something out about mm-hmm. this. Um, but yeah, so interesting there. Interesting that they broke up the Hurt business after a phenomenal year so soon very um, soon and and they're definitely over and people like them so i don't know why you even if you have some other goal in mind hold off on it for a little while while you've got a good thing going um it's what they did with sasha and bailey last yeah, year I, like, uh, they, yeah i don't get it this seems to me like something that if you're going to do it it should happen after wrestlemania mm-hmm. um but who knows? We'll see. Hopefully, hopefully they can, you know, right the ship and it won't be stuck in the Suez Canal. Um, yeah. But we'll see. Um, also, we got uh, the stipulation announced for Braun versus Shane. And uh, it started with this segment where they had this. They found some information and it was Braun Strowman's report card, which I thought was funny because his name isn't Braun Strowman. In right. reality. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Um, but if you're going to talk about stupidity uh, with this angle, how is Shane calling Braun stupid 
when you have two idiots that don't aren't smart enough to not associate themselves with Shane McMahon so they don't get their butts kicked by Braun week in and week out. Right. Um, <laughs> Elias and Jackson Riker. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. The, you know the the plus to the segment was seeing Jackson Riker get beaten quickly. Yes. Yes. And we did we did get a return of the choo choo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I still I'm I'm waiting. I'm going to be listening intently to see if it gets played during the WrestleMania. Uh, yes. Yes. <laughs> um, yes. With fans uh, back in attendance. The report card told us something we already know though. What's I that? mean, Braun, I mean, his pecs are huge. He's got quadruple D's. We knew yeah. that. The dude is a beast of a man. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no reason to be insulted. But yeah, so we get a cage match. A, just a, a steel cage match with uh, Braun and Shane at WrestleMania. Uh, haven't had many just cage matches at WrestleMania, have I? I think only WrestleMania two. Ah, I think because we've had Hell in the Cell matches. Yeah, we've had a few of those. But yeah, it's I'm hard pressed to think of any other cage matches. I don't think we have at WrestleMania. So yeah. that's they tend it. to go bigger. They tend to go bigger yeah. than that. Yeah. So that's interesting. I'm I'm I I like that that we're not just getting another Hell in the Cell match. Yep. They're, they're kind of making it a little different, but now we know exactly what it is that Shane will jump or fall from Yes, yes. <laughs> the top of the cage. Yes. Um, oh, I, I, uh, this has nothing to do with what we're talking about, but while I'm thinking about it, after we recorded last week, about an hour after we were done, I was laying on the couch and I thought, did I say Real American was for Mike Rotunda and Dan Spivey? I'm not sure. I haven't listened I back. I think but you did. It, it, I should have said Mike Rotunda and Barry Windham. Ah. If, if I said Dan Spivey, I'm not sure. I think I did say Dan Spivey, and I don't know why I would have, other than the fact that Dan Spivey and, Microt- and uh, Barry Windham looked almost identical at the time. Ah. Um, but uh, even then, that's no excuse. Like, I, Windham and Rotunda were a very famous team. They were tag team champions and all that. Um, so I don't know why I would have, unless I was just thinking about the fact that they look alike, and I just spoke the name of the one I was thinking of at the moment instead of the one I meant to. But ah. uh, Windham and Rotunda, uh, Real American was for them. And so it has nothing to do with what we're talking about, but it's been bothering me for a week. And there we go. Now I feel better. All right. Well, excellent. Uh, some other stuff, just uh, some quick news and notes uh, from this week. We had some more Hall of Fame announcements come down uh, since we last recorded. Uh, Kane is going into the Hall of Fame. That's amazing. Kane, well-deserved. Easily. Easily. Uh, we got an announcement that the great Kali will be going into the Hall of Fame. Um <laughs> I'm actually I'm okay with this just because of the impact he had in the overseas market and viewership for WWE. Yeah, I guess. So from yeah. that standpoint, I can see it. Um, well, it'll be a short speech. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I'm really glad I didn't have to stab you. <laughs> to <laughs> yes. quote him from The Longest Yard with Adam Sandler. Um, but uh, also... Rob Van Dam. We got confirmation Monday that he will be inducted into the 2021 class Hall of Fame for WWE. Um, Yeah, definitely going to be a high spot of that uh, presentation. Uh, Uh, (laughs) I get it. I get it. And then just breaking uh, just a few hours before we started recording today, uh, William Shatner going into the celebrity wing. It, it appears it hasn't been confirmed by WWE, right? Uh, let me just double check yeah. uh, what they said. I don't know if they said they got it from WWE or if it was just a report. Of course, by the time 
you're listening to this, maybe it will have been. Yeah, it could have been made official. Uh, I will just check really, really quick. But, I mean, Shatner, if it is true, uh, is perfectly acceptable uh, to go Mm -hmm. to the celebrity wing. Mm -hmm. Um, I remember, what was it? He was in the ring with, uh, was it the King for one of the segments, I remember? Yeah, and Bret Hart. And Bret Hart, yes, yes. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, Let's see here. Back in the day. And they've already started recording parts of the Hall of Fame. They're recording it today. Yeah, I actually see that the recording started today. Yeah. Tropicana Field. Um, Let's see. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Should be here. So without a crowd, though, I'm not sure why they need to start recording a week in advance. Yeah, it's very, very interesting. And, And maybe it's a scheduling thing. Yeah. Like, and especially maybe if Shatner, maybe that's why the news of Shatner broke. Maybe someone saw him at the event. Could like be. maybe, and maybe due to his schedule, they had to record early. Re- record the induction before they announced it. Yes. Uh, <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, while I'm looking that up, also want to say, um, and of course, we, we mentioned this. Uh, we have a special episode coming up, and we'll give you some more details on that in just a second. But when we were recording that special episode, the news had broke that uh, Brian James, um, Road Dog, oh. Uh, had apparently suffered what they thought was a heart attack. Um, he was doing okay. And uh, earlier today, his wife uh, gave us an update, said that he's getting ready to come home. They didn't find any blockages. So it looks like he's going to have a good recovery. Yes. So uh, good thoughts out for him. Yep. Um, but, uh, oh, let's see. William Shatner announced. Um yeah, no, WWE officially announced okay. this. So, right. yes, it is official. Um, William Shatner will be going to the Celebrity Wing, which I think is awesome. Let him talk about his time with the WWE. Oh, that, uh, won't, that won't be a short speech. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm in for it. I like Shatner. I'm yeah, a fan. They'll, they'll balance out. He, he's, he's not the friendliest guy at conventions. Um, he, can, he can be a little standoffish and a put himself above the, the fans a little bit. Um, yeah. I've not had any personal interactions, but I've talked to many people who have and, and seen some. And so, eh, um, but uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But yeah, that's, uh, that's pretty much all the, the news that I could think of. Anything else you want to add from this week that we haven't talked about yet? I don't think so. All right. So as usual, what was one thing you loved? Uh, I had an interaction with an old friend on Twitter. Ah, did you see this? I I don't know if you sent this to me. I don't think you did. I don't think I sent it to you. I didn't. I didn't know if maybe you you saw it yourself. Um, there was a a, a troll mm-hmm. uh, bothering Gail Kim on Twitter ah. and saying that uh, she never had an impact. She she wasn't um, a draw. She never, uh, she didn't deserve to be on that top 50 list and just harassing her basically. And uh, so I tweeted and I, I, I tweeted her. I didn't bother mentioning him, um, but I told her, I said, Gail, you remember that I went to numerous shows, both WWE and TNA or Impact, just to see you perform. And I advocated for you in the focus group I was part of over WrestleMania 27 weekend in Atlanta. You drew money, you drew mine, and it was more than worth it. And um, she, quote, retweeted me. And awesome. she, uh, she said, uh, 
thanks, Stephen. And yes, I always remembered you. I always remember the fans who I have good interactions with and who have been wrestling fans for a long time. So um, we hadn't interacted in a while, but you know, I've, I've mentioned before, maybe once here on the show, that you know, we're not friends. Like we've never hung out, um, but we're definitely friendly. She knows me by name. She knows me by by my face, and so um, that was fun to have that interaction, even though it came at. Uh, uh, I hated that someone was harassing her, but um, I, I, enough people stood up for her that um, I, I think she's feeling okay about herself. That's awesome. That yeah. is awesome. Uh, yeah, Gail Kim, what a talent. Uh, Absolutely. We're fans, definitely. Um, my favorite thing, and, and we, I, we actually didn't talk about it when we were talking about Raw, but of course we had a contract signing between Rhea Ripley and Asuka, uh, which I liked, and good lord, that shot from the table to Oscar's face, yeah, was pretty brutal looking, yeah. Uh, and then of course we got, and that's the part I, I like. I loved that part, that interaction. I thought that was great. Um, yeah. uh, but then of course we got the tag team champions coming out, and now <laughs> we've got a, a match set for next week's Raw. So not real excited about that. Uh, yeah. Singles champion reasons. and tag team champions, yeah, yeah, again. Um, but yeah, so I really liked uh, the the build they're they're giving us for Oscar and Rhea. I like Oscar's responses, which is, yeah, you're confident, that's fine, but you're not ready. <laughs> she did you watch Raw Talk? I did not get to see Raw Talk this week. Oscar was really fun on Raw Talk. I'll have to go back um, and check it out. Just just being funny with, um, so Chartreuse gone because Charlie Caruso is gone. Oh yeah, that was the other thing I did want to mention that Charlie Caruso, of course has been missing from WWE TV and there were rumors that she had some heat backstage or whatever was going on. Um, uh, the reports were saying that she had showed up late to some interviews or some stuff. Who knows what's actually true. I'm not here to speculate about that. I don't know. Um, but it is, she is leaving WWE for a job at ESPN. Yep. She's full time. She announced that herself. She's full time so, with ESPN. So congratulations she's... to her for that. I've always liked Charlie Caruso. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah. I'm, I'm glad that she's moving on to, a bigger platform for her and mm-hmm. that's what she wants to do i hate yeah. if there was controversy surrounding the stuff in w i hate that that happened or yeah he, um because yeah. she always seemed very very cool and mm-hmm. i liked her interview segments and when she would be like on raw talk and different stuff like that so yeah so but she she's gone so kevin patrick is now in her position on raw talk and yeah our truth i don't know where he was this week we didn't see him hmm. so he wasn't on raw talk but uh, mvp filled in for him and so uh oscar just interacting with mvp was just a lot of fun and she you could tell she was having fun with it and yeah. uh so yeah oscar fans should go back and watch raw talk nothing groundbreaking but just fun and seeing a little more of her personality than we get to see on a regular show yeah and i will say i liked mvp on commentary this week yeah filled in for joe joe is uh out uh just previous engagement i don't think it was like anything injury related or anything like that right he, he just had the week off for whatever reason. Um, but yeah, I liked MVP on commentary. I thought that was fun too. Yeah. But yeah, but as I said, we have a special episode coming up this Friday. Uh, another one of our retro reviews, this time taking a look at WWF in your house, St. Valentine's Day Massacre. Um, this, of course, uh, the pay-per-view, we had lots of stuff that went on. We had McMahon versus Austin. We had Rock in a steel Mankind, cage. In a steel cage, uh, we had Rock versus Mankind in the Last Man Standing match. The um, first ever, first last ever man standing match, um, and the debut of Paul White. Paul White 
the big yes, show making his debut. Show. So he recently had another debut. So this is uh, talking about his WWF debut. Yes. Uh, so please uh, tune in for that. It'll be up Friday uh, around 6 a.m. our normal time that we upload our shows. Uh, but please check that out. Hopefully you like it. Uh, we've got another special episode in the works coming. Uh, we're going to be uh, highlighting celebrities in wrestling. So uh, stay on the lookout for that one as well. But yeah, thanks for tuning in again. Thank you for all the support out there. We really, really do appreciate it. Uh, remember to like, share, subscribe, uh, tell your friends uh, and talk us up. We really appreciate it. And again, we can't say enough. Uh, about how much we love the support. But if you do want to interact with us, you can find us on Twitter at plus WrestleCast. That's P-L-U-S WrestleCast. Uh, you can find me at Timothy K. You can find Steven at Bizarro Doom. And you can find us on Facebook. Just search for the Positively Wrestling Podcast. And you can get the podcast anywhere podcasts are available. So please give us a listen. We'll see you next week. Have a great weekend. Don't forget about the special show on Friday. And stay safe out there, everybody right here from Positively Wrestling.